0: So we've already talked in general terms about how conductors work with scores all the time um, in, in, in whatever they're doing. Um, but it would be good to talk a little bit actually about what happens in rehearsal, which is the bit that the concert-going audience wouldn't usually get to see, I suppose. Well, the, the rehearsal is where the, where the real work is done, really. Um, what, the, what the public sees in the concert is, is obviously the, the end result of the rehearsal process. Um, but the, the, the rehearsals are where um, the conductor is able or not, uh, as the case may be, um, to, to put their, their personal imprint on on, on the performance. Um, so we, the score is there, as, as, uh, as I said before, as our kind of user manual to, to how the piece is. Um, and we'll be referring to that constantly as we, as we go through. So, uh, for example, in the concert, hopefully, uh, you start at the beginning and, and get to the end without stopping. Um, not always the way but 99 times out of 100 that's that's what happens. Um, In the rehearsal one of the things that you'll do of course is is stop and start. Uh, So on a very simple practical level uh, if you stop three minutes into a 12 minute movement, uh, you you need to have a, a way of, of telling them where to start again because if you went back to the beginning every single time that would be incredibly tedious and the orchestra would kill you for it and it would also be a very very inefficient use of uh, what is normally a, a very finite amount of, of, of time to, to rehearse. Uh, so so scores will have certain landmarks in them to help you do that so we have this thing called rehearsal marks so every, I don't know, 30 or 40 bars there'll be a, a letter, so letter A and then 40 bars later is letter B. So that, on a very simple level, if you stop, uh, you can say three things to the orchestra. You should never say more than three mm-hmm. things because nobody listens to the fourth, fifth or sixth. Um, and then you can say, OK, let's go from letter C and mm-hmm. everybody can find what that is in their music. And off you go. So it avoids you the, the need to, to go back to the beginning. Um, and really, in, in rehearsing, the, our, our, um, our, our modus operandi, our way of working, um, is, is pretty simple. You know, we can, we can play the, mu- the music, we can play it again, uh, we can stop and do it slowly, uh, because that can very often give, if the music is quite technically difficult, playing it slowly, as you would if you were practicing a a piece of music by yourself, playing it slowly will give everyone a chance to, to work out the notes and how to fit it together with everybody else. Or we can play it with with less people. So we could ask only the strings to play, or only the winds to play, or or only the people with a, a certain line. We might ask the first violins and the flutes to play the melody that they have together, and then they can hear in isolation without everything else how that how that all fits together. Um, so that's our kind of basic way of working. You know, play it, play it again play it slowly, play it in bits um, and gradually speaking that process uh, will will bring it all together. Um, there are certain very basic um, human body languages which most people on the planet will will understand, um, and therefore we try to build that into our our physical techniques so that although we're trying to show the pattern of the music and the number of beats in the bar, we're also showing how the music should be phrased or shaped or how it should be balanced, whether the perhaps the brass should play a little bit quieter and the violins a little bit louder, all those kind of things we can we can rehearse mm. while we're while we're going um, but all of that has come from our our experience of the of, of the music and how to make the orchestra sound good, um, but in a in a very specific context from our study of mm. the score. But I suppose it's that thing again, isn't it, about the conductor being able to have that overview about how everybody fits together and trying to show that. In, uh, in terms of the body language, as much as possible, that coordinating role that a conductor plays in, in producing an interpretation and a, a performance, which is coherent. Absolutely, um, we're not there to play every single note. Um, I, I'm not in a rehearsal or a concert. I'm, I'm not reading every single note that goes by because I have, um, you know, if one looks at a, a Mahler score, for example, you know, you have something like 20 staves of music there, um, the, starting with the, the woodwinds at the top, and then the brass, and then the percussion, and then the strings. You know, you, you simply couldn't read every single. Single note of that all at once, of course. Mm. Um, so you're providing this kind of managerial overview, mm. um, whilst the, the the individual musicians are playing their own line. So mm. so it really is. Quite a lot like like leadership mm, um, mm. In, in, in its finest most ideal form um, mm. even a, you know, a little bit of eye contact you know if somebody does something exactly where you want it you glance mm-hmm. at them and smile if, if not you just look <laughs> a little bit quizzical or frown perhaps you know the, the very sort of subtle communication can take place even between you know one individual the conductor and up to a hundred musicians mm. perhaps um, but the more the more yes you the more you can communicate without talking um, mm. the, the, the the more efficient the process of, of rehearsing is mm. Well, thank you. I think that's been a really interesting insight into the process of rehearsal. Thank Thank you.